Welcome to episode 77 of the Kraken Pod, brought to you by Waggle Golf, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. Why am I talking like this? I'll explain. We have to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Holy smokes. Yeah, see? Honking for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Remember, I'll explain. Uh, Waggle Golf. We love you, Waggle Golf, for all the cool stuff that you're, you're hooking us up with and our listeners. The future of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, a way too early NHL draft prediction. The Seattle Thunderbirds champs, Coachella Valley Firebirds. Like, seriously, the pipeline for the Kraken is out of control. So much happening. We've got no dumb questions, three stars of the week. And remember, I'll explain this voice in just a second. Let's get to it. Episode 77 of the Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is going on? I'm watching people walk in and out of Seattle's best in Mandeville, Louisiana. Go by in the window. <laughs> Did you see that? I know. What's up? I'm Jeff Music. This is my friend and co-host Joey Cirillo. So, uh, so much energy, right. man! People are going to be pumped for this episode. Well, there's a there's you know like people here <laughs> doing business, and I'm like recording. It. So, long story short, is the it's like summer vacation is hit. Uh-huh. The kids are home. There's a babysitter. It's mayhem at the house. So I snuck away to do work from Starbucks. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm just going to record the podcast here. I'm sitting next to the drive through. There's cars driving by. Mm-hmm. Like there's people doing business, trying to have like, you know, phone calls and stuff like that and make deals. And I'm like talking about hockey here. So like I'm a little caramel latte with almond milk while you're at it. Yep. I hit yeah. my, my routine. I had my uh, pepper egg bite things plus my low calorie pepper i still rock peppermint mocha lattes in the summertime wow you go you go christmas drinks in the summertime hell yeah yep but i go Damn. i go one pump of each yeah, you're all you want on those guys you're like one pump of this one pump of that i wasn't until i learned because i love it but i don't <laughs> want to have like a crazy fatty like you know calorie laden you know holiday drink so it's like oat milk one pump of each no whipped cream, so it's very like low calorie, but still get that peppermint. With a taste, dash of Christmas, awesome. just putting Christmas shit in the end of May when it's 110 degrees outside. But I don't want you to think that because I'm kind of like muted and a little embarrassed doing this podcast in a parking <laughs> lot where my friends might see me doing this, um, and people at the store are probably like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Although they've seen some weird shit. Um, I guess they've never seen an entrepreneur before. Take a take a exactly. picture while you're at it; it'll last longer. I mean, I'm like making social media deals. I'm doing podcasts like, dude, we're just rolling. No. Anyway, I was going to say that um, don't let this voice take away from my excitement over what's going on with hockey and the Kraken right now. So anyway, long story short, how the hell are you, man? I'm good. I, you know, I've just been busy with 8 million things going on and uh, you know, life and, and all that stuff and trying to keep track of NHL playoffs, even though right now they're boring as all shit. And um yeah, NBA playoffs kind of boring too, but you know those games are still fun to watch. But yeah, man, I've just been I've been busy, uh, boring. I've been working, busy, same old same. Just keep an eye on the playoffs and missing the Seattle Kraken tremendously. I know, I do, I do miss them, but there's just so much good stuff going on with the team, and you got to feel good about it. Um, and yes, I think that the NHL playoffs uh, they definitely been the Florida thing is just so exciting. Yes. Even though they're, even though they swept the, the shit out of um, Carolina, Carolina. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, which I thought was not going to be the case, but it's just, I've never been happy to be wrong. It's so awesome. But then on the other side, it's like watching the golden Knights, you know, beat the crap out of the Dallas stars and frustrate the hell out of them. I love it that the stars are losing. I hate it that the golden Knights are winning. So, it's um did you see the video there was a I think it was last night or maybe it was two nights ago I don't know what is time it's a construct and um I saw the video of the fans dumping popcorn on the Golden Knights goalie as he was re-entering the ice and all I could think of was dude you're dumping it on the wrong team like your team is playing so bad like yeah you're going to dump popcorn which you know don't recommend kind of a classless move which I'm surprised honestly surprised by because 
nothing but good experiences with, you know, the stars fans when we were, you know, playing against them in the, uh, in the division series. But yeah, that video was pretty brutal. I'm like, the stars are playing so bad that their fans went from classy to trashy real quick. And they're just dumping out, you know, movie theater size popcorn on top of opposing players. It's a little ridiculous, but that's how good Vegas is playing right now. And Dallas is just, uh, I don't know, man, they're shitting the bed. It sucks because I know the Seattle Kraken would have done a way, way better job in this series, but whatever, they didn't make it to that point. And I was joking around about Florida. I was like, man, Florida is a wagon. And somebody replied and I forgot who, but they were like, dude, Bob Roski is a freaking wagon. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. This dude's such a stud. I, th- I think he's won like the, v- the Vezina twice. And then really quick, I was like, how, how good has he been? Cause I've watched a couple of the games, but like how truly good has he been in the, in the series where he swept, shut them out in game. What was that game three, shut him out in game three, Nine two three save percentage, um, game four, nine seven four, nine six nine in game one. So this dude's averaging a nine three five save percentage in the playoffs this year, and is giving up just over like a little bit over two goals per game. Do when you have a goalie that's playing like that, it's hard not to pick them and win it all. So I got to ride with Florida, man. Like they're such a freaking wagon, and to see a goalie playing like that is just freaking outstanding. Yeah, uh, after watching them do this uh, through the whole playoffs, just like a historic run. And yeah. like you said, Bobrovsky, but the whole team is really just crushing it right now. Everybody. Chuck. I mean, Matthew Kachuk is just, but like it's everybody though on the team that is, is like pitching in, making great things happen. And they're just frustrating the heck out of every single team. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's amazing to watch and you, I can't bet against them. You can't, you cannot no. bet against the Florida Panthers at this point. Yeah, no, that the betting against them is a wrap. You and I both took Carolina, and that did not work well in our favor. But I think a lot of people were leaning that way too. But dude, when you're hot, you're hot. And this team, man, it's uh, it's impossible not to root for them. It's been so much freaking fun. Now the only other thing, and I, I agree, is is just I, I'm I'm pulling for them no matter who comes out of the West here. Um, but did you see? And this is this proves the point back to the Stars Golden Knights series. Uh-huh. Jamie Ben cross checking the hell out of Mark Stone. Oh, you mean Jamie Ben, the guy that you were vouching for that you would like to have on the Seattle Kraken when I said, I don't like him. I don't like the way he plays. And yeah, he cross-checked him when he was down on the ice and then got suspended for two games. Is that the Jamie Ben that we're talking about? Same guy? Totally. And I would take him in a second. <laughs> I would still take him. I'm not backing down from that. I would totally take him. I absolutely Indefensible. Would. In fucking defensible. Then now, afterwards, not speaking to the media. And then getting in his uh, in his SUV and just driving off. I'm like, dude, such a baby back bitch move. Like, if you're gonna pull some shit oh. like that on the ice, at least talk about it afterwards. Well, his statement after was basically like, yeah, it's just I fell that way. It just was a, sh- a shame. So and, full of shit. But I w- I would, I'm gonna stick to it. Was it an asshole move? Was it something terrible? Like, absolutely, absolutely. Also, to PK Subban, <laughs> he's also doing bad things. I'll explain that in a second. But um, yeah, please. Uh, do. With with concussions and stuff like that, um, but anyway, is I would totally take somebody like that on on our team. Somebody who's just like doesn't care, causes chaos, you know, in a in a bad way sometimes. But also too, uh, he, he is a wrecking ball because he's done that to us. He's basically done that to the whole league. So, um, gosh, man, I'm really not making a good point for defending Jamie. Bennett no, you're not at all. I'm like, I, I no one can see because we're not doing video, but I'm just shaking my head no at you the entire time. I don't mind if a player like wants to get, you know, a little weird and rough some things up and kind of like throw a wrench into everything. But it's the not owning up to it that really bothers me. The whole like, oh, yeah, like I saw the quote, yeah. hockey's a fast game and I fell down. It's like, dude, you fucking cross check a dude on the neck when he's on the ice. Like what? I mean, like f- like laying down on the ice, like there's no. There's no defense for that. Like, if you're going to play that way, kind of own it. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't like him. I didn't like him before. That just kind of reiterated everything for me now. So, yeah, I'm out on the Jamie Ben thing. Uh, on the PK Subban thing, as he tweeted out something yesterday after Sam Bennett launched – I mean, really hit Jacob Slavin from the Canes, like, super hard. Basically, you know, uh, this dude got a concussion. It was a, it was a, it was a solid hit, right, like a, a, a clean hit. But this dude's hurt, right? So he then tweets out, knockout alert, Sam Bennett sends Jacob Slavin into next week. Yeah. And everybody's getting on him because, you know, Slavin basically has a concussion. So, um, you know, he's on that same level as Jamie Ben, I guess. Well, do you remember when the, the NFL used to do that, where they would take the hard hits where a player got 
concussed or severely injured. And they had that whole segment called uh, Jacked Up, and they would just replay. They'd be like, you got jacked up. And, like, everyone loved that shit. And then as we, you know, continued to, like, grow in our knowledge in the game and start taking player safety more seriously, everyone's like, wait, are you guys – you guys are marketing like those like jacked up DVDs to sell to fans where it's like players just like having their careers ended and long-term, you know, injuries and stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of hard to celebrate that stuff. Um, meanwhile, somebody's down and they're pretty out. Like imagine if that was the tweet that would have been, you know, sent out into the world when Jared McCann had that hit by Kale McCarr uh, in that right. game against Colorado. If you would have been like, oh man, Kel Mc- you know, uh, Jeremy McCann gets sent to next week, we would have been like, dude, fuck off. Like, he, like, he's clearly hurt. He's not playing the rest of the series. Like, what are you talking about? Right, right, right. Last thing about the rest of the NHL, I'm going to say is uh, the only good thing about these conference final series being uh, lame is that we're going to get an early Stanley Cup final, which is awesome. So, yes, the uh, series and like the NHL, you know, season will wrap up here relatively soon instead of going all the way into like, you know, mid June or late June, which is kind of cool. So anyway, but well, let's, let's, let's check in and see what's been going. It's been about 10, 10 ish days since your Seattle Kraken have been eliminated from the NHL playoffs. So let's get to it. Here is our and your Kraken reaction. Before we get into the Kraken reaction, I, I remind you that Waggle Golf, we're so thankful to them for basically sponsoring this podcast, coming in, giving us all this cool stuff to give away, launching our Twitter into the stratosphere, launching all these fake accounts that are trying to copy us and spam you. Uh, <laughs> it's all because of their generosity and also to sponsorship of of the the Kraken Pod. So Waggle Golf, as we kind of head into you know this summertime, wherever you are, golf is about having fun. And I love where golf is going these days, national media and, and where, you know, golf is, is it's, it's more based around having fun and the fun stories. And that's totally on par with Waggle Golf. It should be all about whatever you want it to be when you have your day on the links. Waggle Golf's unique lines are designed for the curious newbies, weekend warriors, warm weather snowbirds and diehard rain or shiners alike. They couldn't care less about your handicap, right? The number of years you've been carrying your clubs is irrelevant. Waggle Golf exists to give you the confidence to express your true self out on the course. And you don't even have to wear this stuff on the course. It looks awesome. It's great, especially for places like, you know, here, southeast Louisiana, where it's so hot already. Uh, Awesome, breathable, easy to wear, made for sweating, made for having fun in the sun. Through apparel, uh, sure, but more so a belief that every one of us has untapped individuality just waiting to come out. If you're ready to get your waggle on, visit getyourwaggleon.com. And waggle is W-A-G-G-L-E. Okay, so getyourwaggleon.com and use the code KP10 to get 10% off your order. That's KP10 for 10% off your order. Thank you, Waggle Golf. And let's talk about the Seattle Kraken and other, you know, Seattle things. I... Just love that you mentioned how hot it is in Southeast Louisiana. No one can see you, but you're doubled up right now with the layers and you're outside and your second layer, your top layer is a de- is a, is a long sleeve, like a pullover. <laughs> you know, what's funny is it's like, I'm so used to Southeast Louisiana and I was in the coffee shop for three hours. So air conditioning is just, so that's what stinks about living in Southeast Louisiana is, is the weather is, is pretty brutal. Right. And, um, you know, I go into a place to escape the heat. It's, always ice cold because it's so hot outside so you sit in there you get freezing and then you go outside uh and you're back in the heat going like oh my god it's so hot so there's no in between so actually the sun's not really out and I'm, I'm, it's fairly comfortable right now even layered up but i think my blood's just thinned out since i've lived in the south for a long time so hey what's you know, so- uh cooler than being cool jeff ice cold and i know you know that quote from outcast because you're a big rap guy as we have i am i the like the rap and i like the outcast <laughs> andre 3000 and big boy all right you know their names you call yeah. them the outcast that's come fine. on all right because i'm a lame <laughs> dad white dude doesn't mean i don't know my shit but yeah dude uh so seattle cracking things man and you know i think um based off of everything you know seeing online and just how the kraken ended their season losing game seven to dallas but being built for the future it's impossible not to already be thinking ahead and being so freaking pumped for the upcoming season. And I wanted to talk about this article that came out from the athletic, which does a ton of great work. And they're basically just listing 
like the top 12 teams that they think are going to have the quote unquote spicy off season. So any, any headline that says spicy off season and the Seattle crack are involved, I'm all in on. And so again, 12 teams and the reasons why they named uh, the Seattle Kraken as being one of these teams that they think could really do some, do some work in the off season and Ron Francis, we trust WWRD. Um, so a couple of reasons. So top free agent is obviously Vince Dunn, the Dundertaker. He's a restricted free agent. That deal's probably going to get worked out. He had a hell of a season. And the only unrestricted un, uh, free agents are uh, Donato, Duncan Donato, and Susie. Susie. And um, so the reasons why they, they listed that is, you know, everything that the, that the Kraken fans, the diehards really know. So they improved by 40 points from their first year to their second year. The Kraken knocked off the Stanley Cup champions in the playoffs. They have a projected cap space of a little bit over $20 million. Um, and again, Ron Francis. So, the, But the Kraken had the cap flexibility and the draft capital to just make moves. And again, they're built for the long haul. And they listed reasons why they were built for the long haul. So here we go. Uh, Beniers is only going to get better, which is a, a no-shit move. Uh, Vince, The Dundertaker took the next step. He had 64 points this season. Um, I did not know this, but he averaged over four. Um, the team averaged a little over four goals per 60 minutes on ice when he was playing and no defenseman in the NHL with over 21 games played actually had more than that. So he's a major impact and a reason why the Kraken did so good. The team is really deep. We had 12 players between 13 and 24 goals. Obviously McCann had 40. Burakovsky is going to be back. Guru Bauer, like you mentioned, and you can talk about this, but he proved that he is that dude. Like the 926 save percentage against Colorado in that series was huge. Again, space to improve. And the last reason being like Seattle is just a great sports town, but all these things are coming together. And I think the Kraken, like if you had to zoom out and look at big picture of where they are, I would say that the Kraken are like one year ahead of where they projected to be. I think that all of this was a part of the plan by, you know, Ron Francis and, and his, you know, and his staff and Dave Haxtell and all those guys. But this success that they had in year two, was I would not be surprised if it was what they were kind of projecting for year three, maybe even year four. So the Kraken are ahead of projections, a ton of draft capital, which, which we will get into in a second. They have you know the $20 million projected in cap space. Like These guys have the moves. It might not be anything too splashy. It's not looking like the NHL offseason. There's going to be a ton of free agents that really make us you know start some gossip mills going or anything like that. But we have the ability to make some move uh, to make some moves, and I trust Ron Francis. Uh, Ron Francis in getting that shit done. Totally agree. <laughs> the plan is fantastic. Follow the plan. There's really not much else to say other than I'm just eating popcorn, watching Ooh. to see what Ron Francis does because yeah. this is this is really an amazing story so far. And you know, look, I, I'm praying that the Golden Knights don't win this Stanley Cup, so we don't have to, you know you know, hear that all summer long because, you know, I, I think, I think a lot of the hate between Kraken fans, maybe it's just me and golden Knight definitely fans. You. Definitely. You. Yeah. Is, is the fact that we're kind of seen as the uh, little brother, right. Of the other expansion team. And uh, they got some good things going on. Obviously they've, they've, they built a solid team. So I love where this is going. We're going to be competitive for a long time. We're not built around a superstar. So when we have that superstar that uh, takes off or really shines, um, it's just going to be that much better. Now, with free agency, that is going to be something to watch. Is I'm, I'm wondering, you know, based on what they do with with um, with Undertaker, you know, what's who's out there? What's going to happen? I mean, names that are going to be free agents in the summertime here: Patrick Kane, right? Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taze, but he's probably going to retire. Maybe who knows? Ryan O'Reilly is out there. That dude is, you know, he he's amazing. Um, he's won Stanley Cups big time. Um, rumors are he might go back to St. Louis. But that's somebody that might be really cool to have on the team. Somebody who's got some, you know, uh, Stanley Cup uh, rings. They know how to. He knows how to get there. That sort of stuff. Uh, Tarasenko. Um, so like, there's, there's, you know, big, big guys out there. John Klingberg's still out there. He had a, a, a you know, a decent season. I wanted so, him so bad this past season. I wanted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. So, you know, there's guys out there. Um, it would be nice to find somebody to, to fit it, fit in there. But you know, what does Ron Francis do? He finds those gems to fit in. So maybe there's somebody out there that's underutilized somebody out there. Who's um, not living up to their potential. Kind of like, you know, Ellie Tolvanen, right. Golvanen, right. Making those finisher. Yeah. Right. Even Sprong, which, you know, Sprong could leave too. We don't know what he's going to be doing. Is he going to be with the Seattle Kraken? We're not sure, but like 
he's really good at that. So um, free agency could be huge. I, I, I agree with you where I don't think it's going to be splashy stuff, but he's going to find somebody to plug in. So I think the thing that I'm most excited about is if you, and if you, if you don't feel this way as a Seattle Kraken fan, not you, Joey, because I think you're into this too, is like, if you don't feel good that Gru is our goalie and he is the anchor of our goaltending, then you've got a problem. You know, he proved it over the last three months, um, you know, and through the playoffs there uh, that he is the guy. He is the dude. And I'm, I'm ride or die with Gru and print that, put that out there. So I feel great about goaltending. And, you know, maybe there's something there. You know, maybe maybe you go and, and get somebody who's got a veteran presence, backup goaltender type thing. You know, uh, I don't know. Jonathan Quick. Right. He's out there. He's old, but he's out there. So not so quick, quick. Not so quick, but he brings that. I I, I think I, I would guess that Francis is going to look for people with experience, right? Is is going to be looking for experience with uh, you know winning Stanley Cups. So I think the Kraken, if anything, proved this season that this is a serious team. This is one of the best teams in the NHL. Obviously, top ten, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a fun summer, and totally excited and ready to see what the crack can do. So it's going to be a fun off season. We're still going to be podcasting, um, you know, might be a little sporadic at times, but we're still going to be doing it. So I'm excited to cover all this sort of stuff. I'm ready for some more crack and news. Dude, me too. The, uh, the thing that wasn't mentioned in the article really talked about, but just that I've been thinking about, and this is where I think it's a very underrated aspect of the job that Ron Francis and his whole staff has is I believe that, we have we saw how close this team got, especially during the playoffs, like the chemistry in and outside of the locker room. Like we heard stories, you know, we heard about, um, you know, like the, the Mario Kart tournaments and like the roommates and they're like jokingly talking shit on each other and all this stuff. And that only got stronger and stronger throughout the playoffs. It's going to be difficult because when you when you have free agency coming up, like you're going to want somebody that also gels and it fits inside that locker room. And I think that that's like the underrated sneaky component of this whole thing. That's going to be the hardest for them to, to kind of figure out because you might have a guy that, you know, on paper or statistically or positionally looks like they're going to be a a good fit for the crack. And we can just continue adding to the depths of this, of this team, which is great, but not ruining that um, locker room chemistry is going to be huge, man, because I love the way this team came together. They really did feel like a total unit finding somebody that can come in and professionally and also personally just like, like gel with this team is really freaking important. So I'm excited to see how that plays out, but it's hard to evaluate that stuff, right? It's not like you can like rent a skater and have them come in and just hang out with the bros, right? And like Mm -hmm. put them in a, put them in a freaking locker room or take them out for like some sort of adventure together and, and see, and see how they click. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that all works out, man, because I really love the chemistry of this team. I want the vibes to keep going and I'm, I'm excited to see, but I think that as a, as a manager, that has to be a really hard aspect of your job is really figuring out like the pieces to the puzzle. Yep, exactly. And who's going to leave and, and how to replace that. And obviously like, you know, who, who is going to go away and, and will that damage that spirit that we have? You know what I mean? So yes. Yep. 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 Moving from that, let's talk about the draft and where the Seattle Kraken are going to be drafting in this year's NHL draft and, yeah. and, and what they're going to be doing, you know, our, our, our first rounder, the first mm-hmm. pick we have is at number 20, but if anything, you know, Ron Francis knows how to draft well. So I, yes. I feel like that's fantastic. So how are we looking for the draft? So it's kind of crazy. And this is a way too early draft projection, which I freaking love. And Corey Prongman of the athletic did this last year. And actually I think he was one of the few people that had Shane Wright falling potentially to the crack in which at the time that that news broke, it seemed like everyone was taking crazy pills, right? There's no way this is going to happen. This is nuts. So you just mentioned uh, Seattle Kraken picks 20th in the first round this year, but we are freaking loaded. And this goes back to the uh, the comment I made about draft capital earlier. We have also, so we have the first round pick. We have three second round picks. And if everyone remembers, one of those was from, uh, was from trading Giordano and Blackwell to Toronto. And the other one, which is kind of a sneaky second round pick, was when we traded or gave back, re- rather, uh, Vitek Vanacek to the Caps. We have a third round pick, a fourth round pick, a fifth, and then we have two sixth round picks. And the reason why we have two sixth round picks is because we traded away uh, Marcus Johansson to the Caps. And we also got stronger in that deal. So if you want to look at like 
how Ron was able to kind of swindle the caps in that move, like dumping Marcus Johansson to the caps, which is fine. Like, you know, not really a lot of ties to him. Didn't really fit with the team, but getting back Spronger and a six round pick is huge. And then we have a seventh round pick. So this is where the two early projections come in, which I freaking love because it gives us something to talk about. So Corey Prongman, again, of, of the athletic predicts that the Seattle Kraken with the 20th pick in the 2023 NHL draft will take left wing Quentin Musty from Sudbury. Awesome name. Awesome name. I mean, he's got his last name, Musty. I looked him up. He's handsome. So he fits the criteria of just having a really good looking team. So, and his quote was Seattle adds a dynamic playmaker and overall score to potentially play next to two way centers like Maddie Beniers and Shane Wright down the line, which I also forgot to mention. Hey, by the way, next year, how the Kraken are going to be better. Potentially Shane Wright's going to be on the team. So this kid, and when I say he's a kid, Jeff, I literally mean that he's freaking 17 years old. He was born in New York, so he's an American raised player. We love how we know how much you love American raised players. Hell but yeah. This dude, as at 17 years old, as a left wing, is six to 190 pounds. He plays for the Sudbury Wolves there in the OHL. And in 2023 and 53 games played, this kid had 26 goals and 52 assists. So that's 78 points with a plus minus of 16. In 2021, when he was 15 years old, he was awarded the Ontario Hockey League's Jack Ferguson Award by being the first overall selection in their 2021 priority selection. And like a capper on everything, which is just why I started really nerding out. He was also teammates with David Goyette, who Seattle took last year in the draft in the second round with the 29th pick, which was the 61st overall. And if you watch a bunch of highlights, which I kind of went off the deep end here a little bit, and I definitely was watching uh, musty YouTube shots. By the way, this kid has an absolute shot. Like his snipe is ridiculous. Like he can pick anywhere in that net. And he's going to put it in there, which is really impressive, especially for his size. But a lot of the highlights are with David Goyette. They have a ton of chemistry. So if you go and watch like YouTube clips, try not to get too ahead of myself because I know there's a long way to go before the draft. But yeah, this kid is special. And you know what? Like Seattle is going to get a dynamic player with the 20th pick. And if it ends up being this kid musty, I'm really excited. But we'll see how things start to shape up as we get closer to the draft. I'm just excited to see. I mean, it may not be musty. You know, we may not we 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 may get busted on musty. Um, it might Bust not happen. Musty. But I'm trying to think. I'm trying to make something happen yeah. here. But no matter what happens, I'm totally <laughs> pumped to see what Ron Francis does and when he makes the pick. Who's going to make the pick? I feel like yeah. um, I like to maybe put like a little bit of a prop bet on it. I wonder if Bowie's going to be involved in making the pick. I just love that you're trying to find ways to uh, to continue gambling on the Kraken, even in the off seasons. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> still waiting on that. Still waiting on that Maddie Beneers uh, Calder next trophy. Month. Next month, we're cashing out on the Calder. So, yep, I'm ready for that. Need it. Need can you even make a there. bet on the Calder anymore? I don't think you can. No, you probably could. You probably can. Okay, it, but it's probably well. I don't like know even odds or something like that. I gotta go check that out, man. Make make some put all my our uh, kids' college funds on that. That's a lot. They got a second mortgage on the home and just dump it into beers for veneers. I like that. Okay, cool. We'll get some more <laughs> merch made, which is fantastic. All right. So talking about pipeline is like everything. Yeah. Just looking up for the Seattle Kraken. Um, we've got so many awesome things going on uh, with with hockey in Seattle. Got to first talk about the Seattle Thunderbirds, your WHL champions, which is fantastic. Congrats to the Thunderbirds uh, on beating the Winnipeg Ice. That's an original hockey name right there, a hockey team name, the Ice. The original, but really not creative, which is why the Thunderbirds beat the shit out of them. But yeah, they won at the Showware Center in Kent, which is incredible. And now, because they are the WHL champions, they are moving on to play in the Memorial Cup. And I'm not going to lie, like I'm still a hockey noob. So I'm learning everything as I go and deep diving into stuff, which is why I'm watching, you know, musty highlights on YouTube for two hours. But uh, yeah, so the, uh, the, the Memorial Cup is comprised of four teams. They play like in a round robin format. So it's the national champion of the Canadian Hockey League. Um, or sorry, the, the Memorial Cup is the national champion of the Canadian Hockey League. It's being played at the Sandman Center in Kamloops, British Columbia. And the four teams, again, they are round robin, but it's the WHL champion, so it's the Thunderbirds, the OHL champion, which they play in their first game on Saturday, the 27th, and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League champion, plus a host club, um, and there's four-team round robin. So the first game, 27th, against the Peter, uh, the Peter Boros Peets, and those are the OHL champions. So I will definitely be trying to catch those games. I'm excited for the Seattle Thunderbirds. I didn't know jack shit about the Memorial Cup, so I wanted to look it up. 
to see, you know, exactly how the format works and what it looks like. And it's pretty intense, man. They play a lot of games against these four different teams. So I'm really excited to see how this whole thing plays out. Peterborough Pete's uh, we've got a Seattle draft pick. Tucker, Tucker Robertson is on that team. So Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty cool. It would be fun to watch. So yeah, uh, it's look, I've been watching hockey for my whole life and it's always confusing. How the hell does this stuff work? I don't know. We'll see what happens. So (laughs) trial um, by fire, baby trial by fire. But what's awesome about, you know, digital media and I'm sure I can watch those games now. It's very easy. So I'm going to try and catch some of those games and see how they do, which is fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we got to move on to uh, uh, pipeline good times with uh, your Seattle Kraken is the Coachella Valley Firebirds crushing it as well um, as they are firing their way through the playoffs. Dude, Western Conference Finals against the Milwaukee Admirals. And this might sound familiar to you, Jeff, and everyone that's a Seattle Kraken fan. The strength of their team is their depth. Like you have people like Max McCormick, Cole Lynn, Ty Cartier, Pasa Cavartier, um, and they, their, uh, their head coach was quoted as saying, we have four lines that can contribute and score at any point, which is like hilarious that like the Coachella Valley Firebirds are like a mirror image of the Seattle Kraken. I think I joked around about it before when it's like when you play Zelda Ocarina of Time and you're in the water temple and you have to like battle yourself and it's really hard because you're just like you're just mimicking all your moves. That's literally what the Coachella Valley Firebirds are for the Seattle Kraken. And then of course, pro Joey podcast, pro goalie podcast. They have Joey DeCordonette and they have a strong uh, a strong defense, man. So, looking at their overall record, I think they won 48 games throughout the regular season. Milwaukee was around like 41, I believe, but like they very well could win uh, in the Western Conference Finals and move on from there. So, watching what they are doing is awesome. They actually posted a video on Twitter earlier today how they printed out a bunch of shirts for the Western Conference Finals, and so many fans showed up to buy them. They sold out in like minutes, and the fans were like, you know, showing up in fucking hordes and like waving them off and rooting for them. So like, they've really built such a great chemistry and a team in a place like Coachella Valley that's just hot as shit. There's not really a lot going on out there, minus like the Coachella Music Festival. But now you have this team you know, playing at this epic arena and uh, they're doing so good, man. And the, all the locals are fired up. It's a lot of fun to watch. And the uni the unis, you know, don't hurt because they're pretty sick. And I was wrong on my initial thoughts on that. No, they're really good. They just, they, they, they grow on you. And when you look at some other teams out there, it's really fantastic. So, uh, great jerseys, great team. Good luck to them. Want to see them win because, you know, basically that's the future of the Seattle Kraken right there. So it'd be yes. awesome to see them, you know, uh, with all those guys working their way up. So I, does that cover everything in the in the, in the the Kraken pipeline? Have we heard of anything else? Is there anything else going on with the Seattle Kraken? That's it, brother. They had, um, you know, they had the exit interviews for all the players and all the staff, Dave Haxtell, Ron Francis, and all that stuff. And it's kind of like the cliche thing that everyone talks about, you know, it's, Hey, thank you to the fans. Great season. You know, can't wait to play until September. I did love how Gruby was like, I wish that the, that the, the 2023-2024 season started tomorrow because I'm ready to go. And he's still hanging around Seattle. There's plenty of photos of Gruby wearing like a Mariners jerseys and going to Mariners games. That guy is so fucking lovable, man. It's impossible. Like the more you hear him talk about his love for Seattle and the fans and the team and wishing he could start this season tomorrow – it's impossible not to root for the guy. So I'm pulling for him. I'm team grew. That was a really cool thing. The one thing that like, maybe this is like a hot take, but I kind of didn't like it was, I think it was yesterday. All of a sudden I start getting notifications. It's like, Oh, Yanni Gore posted a photo on Instagram for the first time in a while. And it was like, you know, Will Borgen and all this stuff. I was like, wait, what's going on? And it's all photos of them, you know, throughout the season and, and whatever game with a caption, like, thank you, Seattle, um, you know, it was a good season, blah, blah, blah. I didn't like it because it just seemed like a very big PR move. It just seemed like all the players posted at the same time. Maybe the organization got together with those guys and was like, hey, can you say something really quick before you peace out to Cancun and start, uh, you know, growing your beard out and just pounding pina coladas all day and then then meeting girls at a club at night. So it's just one of those things where I was just like, I don't know. It seemed it seemed very tactical. I appreciate the move. It was nice to see them saying thank you to the fans. I just didn't like how coordinated it was, but that's just me being particular about that kind of stuff. 
Well, you know what? It's better than them. Just, you know, at least they're doing something instead of uh, you yeah. know, not posting for two years straight or whatever it is. So, Which what hockey players usually do. <laughs> yeah. Now they're in the middle of the season. They probably aren't, aren't doing it. So it's, it's good that they're, they're doing something. One more note that I found is this is kind of yeah. cool, kind of showing how the, the city of Seattle is rallying around the Seattle Kraken and how awesome life is there with, with this hockey team is for the first time uh, since 1962, uh, well, not 1960, I shouldn't say this, but the, basically um, this last quarter, like the last quarter of this year, the Seattle Center monorail ridership was the highest amount of people, riders, than it's been since 2009. And it's because, it's because Sorry, of the Kraken. Yep, yeah, exactly. You're referencing the Simpsons there? Yeah, yes, good. I am. So anyway, long story short is people are flocking to see the Kraken and they're taking the monorail. So that's fantastic. Look, climate pledge. Look, Seattle (laughs) cares about our environment. So way to go. Mass transport in Seattle, something we don't know anything about here in New Orleans uh, or Louisiana. I can't even spell bus. The only issue I have with the monorail is that it's like sponsored by Pepsi. I I just I just, you know, I loathe Pepsi. The only thing good about Pepsi is uh, is the Baja Blast. But uh, anyways, that's a whole other topic. Never had Baja Blast. Ever. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Should I do it? I'm going to the beach. I'm going. I'm hitting vacation diet here soon. Should I do that? Listen, oh, not diet because the only time I ever had Baja Blast is when I hit up Taco Bell, and I'm all about the uh, cheesy gordita crunches. But the drink, the only acceptable drink to get at a Taco Bell is Mountain Dew's Baja Blast, and it's a Pepsi product. And dude, I'm telling you, it is it is a top tier soda. Do they sell it in like in stores or is it only at Taco Bell? Yeah, they sell it in stores, it's, but it's not the same, man. I'm telling you, it's like a McDonald's Coke. Like you got to get the Baja Blast from Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to do this, you know, okay. based on, you know, when my wife sees me drinking Baja Blast Mountain Dew. She, what are you doing? I thought we had a deal. Both trying to keep each other like uh, in check with it. I was like, oh, well, vacation, baby. Vacation. Dude, I had a, I had a, I have a buddy of mine who his favorite drink is Mountain Dew and Jaeger combined. That sounds delightful, actually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not gonna lie, never. I never really hated on Jaeger. What? Oh my god! You never had the one bad experience with a Jaeger where you're just throwing up black licorice for twelve hours the next day because yes. you thought you were of cool course. drinking like the frozen bottle when you were seventeen years old. I actually, I've done that on multiple alcohols, and I don't think I don't, I don't hate any of them. Still, There's, I don't have that. Dude, you are you're you definitely have not had a Jaeger night like me. Listen, this is like back in my Olympia, Washington days where I came home from boot camp uh, before I got sent to my ship after uh, graduating high school. And my friends threw me a party. And when I got there, I got there early to like just see everybody and hang out. And uh, they handed me a bottle of Jaeger as a present. Well, long story short, uh, no. I don't remember any of that party. I drank as much Jaeger as I could. I spent the rest of the night hugging the porcelain god and then spent the next day just throwing up black licorice and ever since then even the smell of it makes me want to get sick that's uh i had a i may have told this story before but um that's a pretty epic story awesome if you're but if you're gifted a bottle you've got to you've got to drink it like right then i tried i tried my damnedest to honor that Ugh, yeah um now i'm starting to rethink this because i'm starting to get a little uh maybe it's because <laughs> i'm wearing 17 layers in louisiana heat so I'm a little queasy <laughs> When I was on the radio in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, I used to have to once a month go and host a club show um, where like I just talked into a microphone while our, our buddy DJed and it was like a dance club and it was big and huge. And I was like 30 uh, getting married. My friend, best man was in town to uh, hang out with me. Um, you know, it was a couple months before our wedding, um, you know, to Megan, not my best friend. Um, and we drank Jaeger bombs like all night and an intern had to drive me home with him, like back to my place in downtown Cincinnati. And I don't remember getting home at all. So like there's also audio somewhere. It's probably destroyed. I hope it's destroyed uh, of me. I still was on the radio doing live breaks, like live updates, like slammed on Jaeger. So I need to ask my buddy, I need to ask my buddy who was the DJ to see if he like, how do I find that audio? Does that exist anywhere? Probably not. But anyway, long story I'm going to employ a, a member of the crack and pod fam to try to track down Jeff Janusic, Cincinnati radio, clearly drunk on air. I'm proud of you for blacking out though. Well, well done. Well done. Dude, good I, just cause I don't, well, I have my moments occasionally now, you know, like once a year I'm good for some sort of like 
Yeah, shenanigans, right? Um, But yeah, back then it happened. Absolutely happened. So this is part of it. So yeah, you had that other side too. I've seen it come out. It's come out, um, you know, during the podcast at some point. I just kind of let you do your thing. I'm like, oh shit, this is a whole nother Jeff right here. I don't know if I want to mess around with this, but like I'm kind of thinking like it just out of the blue. We're sitting down to maybe like a family dinner at uh, the beach when we go away for a four, couple couple days. What if I just like out the blue, like, you know, Meg's like, I'll have a glass of uh, Chardonnay. Typically, I'd like order a beer. So I'm like, I'll have a Jaeger bomb. Yeah. <laughs> your kids are just watching dad drop the Jaeger shot glass into a glass drink and spilling all over <laughs> yourself. And you're just chugging and no one else is rooting you on. It's just you slamming Jaeger bombs on the beach. When I when I get rich, like really rich, I will do uh-huh. that because at that point, like I, if I do that now, my in law my in laws will be there too. They'll look at me like, "What? We have to get you in therapy immediately. Inter- intervene, intervention, yeah. um, you know that sort of thing." So anyway, all right, all right, all right. We, I feel like Jaeger's sponsoring the show. So no, we we hit the depths, and it's been a couple uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we hit the depths. But uh, congratulations, we just did it. It's true. Um, thanks to Waggle Golf for sponsoring the show, but also to. <laughs> Waggle supports drinking Jaeger, I would imagine. They, don't quote me on that. Not officially asterisk, but I'm going to guess. Just going to say. Uh, but DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, loves, I'm still putting bets down on, on DraftKings, uh, the Sportsbook app. Um, I've been enjoying watching the NHL playoffs. I still, I'm experimenting a little bit. I'm still throwing stuff out there a little bit. But, you know, the NBA, two NBA playoffs going on. We're heading into the uh, NBA finals, right? So, um, they are an official sports betting partner of the NBA as well. You can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Um, everyone can score no sweat same game parlay too with DraftKings Sportsbook during the NBA playoffs. All you got to do is open up the app, opt in, place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you get a bonus back up to $10. And you can do that on NHL games too. There's tons of cool um, bonuses and that sort of stuff. They have cool first goal score of the night um bonuses that you can use download the app now sign up with code thpn it's the hockey podcast network new customers can make a five dollar pregame money line bet and score 150 bucks in bonus bets if their team wins only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code thpn the hockey podcast network uh, remember the age restrictions apply all those things see our show notes for those details and heading in the summertime, I'm broadcasting live from uh, uh, Starbucks. Life is crazy Light, when we're just thinking about summertime, right? Which also means hitting the beach, hitting the pool. You got to think about that audio, that sound. Raycon, Raycon is the way to go. Raycon audio, we're talking about earbuds, talking about Bluetooth speakers, talking about so many cool things. Here's the deal with Raycon is they make amazing audio equipment that is high-end, super high tech, super quality. It's half the price, right? You know, the, the, the big brands, you know, the, the brands named after fruits, all those sorts of stuff. You can go with Raycon and you can get the same quality, if not better, but half the price. Plus they have so many ways for you to get in there right now and check out and, and enjoy it. Right. They have, um, two years of product protection insurance, for just a few bucks. There's an easy and free return guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can return it, right? They offer free domestic shipping, flat fee, international shipping, all these things. They've got a million reviews, not a million, like 50,000, just 50,000 five-star reviews. And there's so many different things that you can check out. So check it out. Earbuds, Bluetooth speakers, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN, score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN. So thank you to Raycon and DraftKings and Waggle Golf. And we need to get to no dumb questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. No dumb questions is where you can ask any question whatsoever about hockey, anything at all, whether you're new to hockey, old to hockey, we will help you figure it out. We will not shame you for that. There's always great questions in this. So what is this week's no dumb question question, Joey? All right. This one is uh nice and light and easy. I just thought it was a fun one and it's from Carrie Ann. And I can't tell if her last name is to play on words because she's a diehard Kraken fan, but shout out to Carrie Ann McCracken who um, hit us up via the Instagram DMs. And her question was, will you guys still do the pod over the summer? I will have withdrawals. The, the answer is yes. yes. Yeah. The answer is fucking yeah. Like oh, yeah. I, I just thought about uh, Jordan Belfort and uh, 
in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. We're not fucking leaving. I mean, like you nope. said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little sporadic at times, but I mean, dude, we you know we cranked this out all throughout last summer as well. So we're gonna keep the podcast rolling because we're crazy people. Now, don't get me wrong; like there might be a, a break in there at some point, but if we do, we'll let people know. But yeah, we're nuts, and we just keep this thing. We keep this thing rolling, so we ain't going nowhere. You can't get rid of us unless you stop listening to us. And I guess technically you could, right? And and thank you, Carrie Ann McCracken. Uh, great, great last name, fantastic last name. Hope it's a real one. If not, you should legally change it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think like next week, next week's podcast will probably be a little bit later in the week. We're gonna try and stick to our Tuesday deal, but uh, we are definitely gonna do something weekly. So uh, summer schedules. Thank you for listening. And I actually, too, went back and found some DMs, Joey. So we have a bunch of Notum questions, questions um, to, to get to in future episodes. But if you've got one, I share with icing. us. Yeah, what's what, icing? Yeah, always share what is icing with us. We love that. It's fantastic. Yeah. So um, anyway, thanks, Carrie Ann. Yes, we will be doing this dumbass podcast. Oops, I said that really loud. There's a guy on the on the phone making deals. Over here. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, um, let's get to our three stars of the week. What are what are the three stars of the week? That is where Joey and I kind of rank, you know, stuff in our personal lives, things we're into, um, and we put those into our three stars. It can be hockey related, but it's it's not not players. It's just things that we're doing. So, welcome to three stars of the week, Joey. I think you went first last time. I we do this every week, and now it's like a running bit. Go first. Okay, I'll go first. My third star of the week, Michael Block. Do you know who Michael Block is? Uh, is that the rally car driver that passed away? Ooh, no. Well, that's that Ken Block. Rest in peace. Nope. Rest in peace. No. Michael Block is the dude who has lit the golf world on fire. So shout out to our friends at Waggle Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they hopefully they called him and tried to get him to sponsor stuff. Um, last week at uh, it was the uh, was it the PGA Championship. I think it was PGA Championship. Yeah, it was PGA. Shout out to Brooks Kepka for taking that one. Yeah, and he also too has been at every Florida Panthers home game. He's he's just living the, the life. This dude's as, I mean, as he, that guy is on fire. Holy smokes, he's just he he could he could he could he has a chance if he stays on top of his game. He could he could dethrone Tiger. You're out of your fucking mind with with majors. Like he has to win a bunch more, but he's already got five, which is shaking my head no at you right now. Brooks Kepka's. I mean, I'm not a big fan of this dude, but he's really good. He proved it. But anyway, Michael Block, back to Michael Block. So he was invited to the PGA Championship. He is a course pro uh, in Orange County, California. So he's a dude like he teaches lessons. He helps take care of the golf course. He helps run the golf program. Um, He doesn't actually even play as much as some other of the golf pros that are out there, like 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 more you know uh, uh players right so like he uh-huh. basically has to run the golf program at this this smaller golf course in orange county and he was invited he got invited to come because they invite play- a handful of players like this to come to these events right so he comes in and by the end of the weekend he ended up coming in 15th place finishing in 15th place he on the last day was paired with rory mcelroy on the last day he hit a slam dunk hole in one and and what that means is it didn't bounce. Sorry, the cops are coming for me now. Um, there it it didn't bounce. It went straight in the hole off of a par three. Mm-hmm. So this dude has lit the golf world on fire because he's completely changed his life uh, by coming in fifteenth place. He won three hundred grand. He started getting invites to every single golf tournament. Well documented, sharing stuff all over the place. He's a crier. He cries like crazy, uh, which is fantastic because he's like so overwhelmed. Um, but he's just like a regular dude, regular golfer. Now, really good. He's a really good golfer, but his story is phenomenal. So I, w- I would, if you love stories or sports stories that are just like, oh my God, this is uplifting and awesome and great to see, you should Google Michael Block and, and see some of the videos of him just lighting up the golf scene. So he's my third star of the week. Easy, awesome stuff. Not a big, uh, not a big golfing guy. I think it's boring to watch, but I appreciate that. I'll drink and drive a cart any day. All right, my uh, my third star, my third star of the week is de- this is definitely a pivot from where you're coming from. Is a THC Seltzers. So there was an event I think last weekend. Yeah, last weekend called Bayou Boogaloo. How so was, was it? A- oh, dude, it was awesome. Like Juvenile played. Um, tons of food. Oh yeah. Did you juvenile. did you back that ass up? I did. Did I always back that ass up to juvenile? How can I not? Like, yeah, the hot boys. Like, when I growing up in Washington and being like a Washingtonian at the time that like the hot boys and like juvenile, and, like Lil Wayne and 
and all those guys like blew up. Like that was my jam, like them, DMX, all that shit. And then also it was like Limp Biscuit, Corn. I was all over the map. So anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so went to went to Bayou Boogaloo, had a good time. And you know, weed isn't legal down here, but people can still partake. I mean, it is uh it's medically legal, but anyways. I go up to one of the tents and the tents are actually sponsored by different bars, which is also awesome. And so I go up to this uh, tent called the pals tent, just a great neighborhood bar. And they're selling these THC seltzers and I taste one. It's like this grapefruit flavor with five milligrams of THC. Dude, I was pounding those all day. Had an awesome day. I left there. uh, Once I was done with juvenile and went to a bar, I was like a mile away and had a great time there. But Overall, great night, man. But yeah, THC seltzers did not know those things existed. They are delicious. I think it was a local brand too. So shout out to uh, supporting local and getting a little stone in the process. So as somebody who doesn't partake, but you know is interested, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at the scene, and uh, my my question to you is this: is like, is is that on par with like taking a five milligram gummy? Does it like yeah, the same? I mean, I mean, it's the same amount. You the same you're vibe. Getting, yeah, you're getting the five milligrams of THC. You're just drinking it versus uh, eating it, but you are ingesting it, which does you know chemically break it down faster in your body, so you will feel the effects a little quicker. But it's nice, man. And the thing is, like, the seltzer was legitimately delicious. Like, it was hot as hell outside, and I'm drinking like this is refreshing. You forget that it's a THC seltzer, so that company's doing it right. They're gonna make a ton of money. Huh, that's pretty interesting. Okay. I know. We need to get it on this freaking weed game. Like when it gets like legal, legal here, we need to come up. Like I already have like a list of names I want of places. Like I know, I think you have thought of some stuff too. I'm just saying. No, well, the the streets are terrible here uh, in New Orleans because, you know, we're under sea level and it's 1700, you know, it's like 300 years old and the infrastructure is crumbling. And yes. so like notoriously bad, everybody says, oh, we've got bad streets in our city. New Orleans is just different. I did. I did. And I still think I own the New Orleans pothole. Or Nola Pothole, which yeah, I think is, Pothole would just be a great name for a dispensary. There's mine, also an area of the city called the West Bank, which is across the bridge from New Orleans, but still part of the Greater New Orleans area. I thought of the best dank. Like I would have a, I would have a dispensary over there called that, which would yeah. be very popular. So best we're bank, best dank. We need to, no. we need to get on top of this. Well, then you got to get that best. Well, best thing's probably gone. That's got to be taken. Yeah, it's best, probably gone. Honestly, I I thought of it way too quickly. I'm like, someone else has definitely done this. How about best bank dank? And a little too long, but I like where your head's at. This is like in that scene from uh, the fucking Facebook movie where he's where like Justin Timberlake's like, "Hey, do yourself a favor, drop the the just Facebook." Like that's mm. what this, that's what's happening right now. I think this has happened. I think we just figured something out. We're gonna be billionaires okay. next week. Oh, sweet, and you can do awesome. your moms on the beach with your kids, and no one can say shit to you. Yeah, fuck it. I want a billion. You know what that <laughs> reference is from? Do you know what that reference is from? No. Okay, that's a Hove reference. Do you know who Hove is? Oh, I'm a big fan of the rap, as the kids yeah. would say. Yeah, dude, yeah. Jay-Z, Hove, throwing okay. up the rock right now. All right. Okay, awesome. See, you didn't know that. Gotcha. <laughs> I know what's up. I'm a businessman. Um, Wait, no, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Like mm-hmm. one of the best lines of all time. All right, we got to go toe-to-toe on our, our quotes and see what's up. <laughs> Second star. I'm keeping up with the THC seltzer talk and Jay-Z and hardcore rap and stuff. Harry Potter. Harry Potter is oh, <laughs> So kids, you know, the kids are getting older. My son's going to be eight in a couple of weeks. Um, my daughters are six. And we were like, you know what? I've never seen any Harry Potter at all. And um, it's like, you know, we should watch this. this. You know, the first couple of movies are are PG. So we should get into this. We should watch it. So we started a couple of nights ago watching uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which is that was the first first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome i love it like we're only ha- we're only like halfway through it because we had to put the kids to bed but we're gonna watch the rest tonight and i'm into it i'm digging it kids are digging it it's like you know it's we normally if we have a family movie night the kids are jumping around and doing stuff and now they're getting a little older they were actually the whole time sitting there watching it so like that was pretty cool and chill so nice. harry potter is my second star I went to where they filmed everything outside of London. It's incredible. I got to like go in the actual great hall, go to all the rooms. You see all the sets where they filmed everything. It's legit. Orlando is a bunch of bullshit. It's all fake. I went to the actual place where they filmed everything. It's cool as shit. And you get to see like the, uh, you get to see Hogwarts, like the, like the life-size replica they built. It's like the last thing you check out. It's awesome. Drink butterbeer all day. It was epic. Um, Sweet. 
Second star of the week is just the Denver Nuggets. The NBA playoffs, you know, they haven't been that great. But, you know, I spent a lot of time in Colorado. I loosely root for the Nuggets until my Seattle Sonics come back. But, dude, Joker is the best player on the planet. And I'm just pumped for them because this is the first time in their entire history they have been in the NBA Finals. I think they're going to win it all. So I'm just happy for all the Colorado homies that uh, the Denver Nuggets are in the Finals. I had friends text me afterwards being like, I can't believe this is real. It's never happened before, and we're here, and our team is so freaking good. And it's just awesome. So shout out to the Denver Nuggets, second star of the week. I forgot to tell you there's a guy inside, and I think he's still here because um, I come to the Starbucks often. He's wearing an avalanche hat. And, nice. Um, I know. I kind of I kind of want to go say something to him. No, I mean, yeah. like, I want to be like, hey, dude. <laughs> that's How's up. that game seven, bitch? Yeah, what's up? There you go. Jeff's yeah. fist fighting at a Starbucks. But I'm happy for the Nuggets. I, I'm not going to hate on the Nuggets because uh, that, that'd be cool. It's the first ever, you know, finals for them. And that'd be awesome if they won the NBA championship because, like you said, Joker is fantastic. So. He's so fun to watch, man. Even if you're not a fan of basketball, you watch him play and you're like, how is a guy this big able to do all of these things? Like, he just has the, he has the ball on a string. He controls the entire game. There's nothing you can do. I thought it was funny when uh, they won the, the Western Conference Championship and he was trying to put his – t-shirt on but couldn't figure it out yeah did you see that that was that was pretty good of course yeah he's he's amazing all right so my number one is pretty much it pretty simple the beach ready for the beach uh you know we're after a long may with the kids and end of school so much stuff happened so many things went down it was the mayhem i gotta remember is may is if you have kids may end of school year is insane you know what i'm talking about um so going to the beach is our way to reset even though we're going for like only four days, we're going to go chill. My wife's ready. I'm ready. Kids are ready. We're ready to just go do nothing. Like I've been, that's why I'm at Starbucks. I've been grinding to get ahead on work. And I got to tell you, Joey is this, my goal is this to be the first ever beach trip in the history of me owning this business, running this business, which is almost 10 years and not really having to pick up my, my shit. So, um, anyway, long story short, I'm pumped for this. So, I'm pumped for you, man. I hope you really do put the phone down and not check your emails for a day or two, as hard as that is. My my first star of the week is Parts Unknown, the best show ever to be created. Rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain, huge fan. Um, so HBO Max made the move to Max, which I don't know how I feel about it, whatever, it doesn't matter. But as a result of them moving over to Max, all the Discovery Plus stuff also got added to their library. Parts Unknown used to be on HBO Max, and then CNN tried building like their app out, like CNN Plus, and no one bought it. But because of that, it got pulled. And I was really upset by that because I think only the first season was accessible. Well, now it's back. Parts Unknown, all 12 seasons are available on Max. And I'm, I already watched, like, as soon as I found out, I watched uh, the Jerusalem uh, Israel episode like the other night. It's so incredibly moving. It's so great. I freaking love that show. It's like my go-to comfort show, my go-to hangover show. So basically, I'm always watching it in one form or the other. And um, yeah, man, it's just an, it is an awesome show. So if for some reason you've never seen it and you have Max, do yourself a favor and educate yourself. Watch Parts Unknown. All 12 seasons are available. I'm just pumped that it's back and I have access to it. You know, I have watched before, but I need to watch again. Um, not all, of, not all of them, but I need to watch. So it's incredible, man! It's so good. He was just a he was a brilliant storyteller, and he had a he had a way of just connecting with people that I think the world, uh, you know, severely misses to this day. Like we could use, you know, an Anthony Bourdain in the world to just unite people and cultures and, and really go to places that uh, we might have, like, you know, misconceptions or stigmas attached to and to kind of break those barriers. So rest in peace. Great show. Definitely check it out. You know, there aren't many celebrities that when they when they pass um, get, you know, huge crazy outpouring of support you know tina turner just passed away yeah, yesterday oh so that was that was one of them um you know but like when anthony bourdain passed away like everybody just felt it like he just he really did make a positive impact on the world and uh you know i'm, I'm happy for you man so i'm gonna go give that uh, some watching this uh, maybe this weekend oh the only thing that stinks about the max thing i'm not taking away from that that moment here with anthony bourdain is so we had direct TV for a long time. And because we had direct TV, we got a free HBO max mm -hmm. deal. Well, we got rid of uh, of direct TV like two years ago, but the HBO max app continued to work and our oh. login. I never logged out. You know, it continued to work. Well, now the app is new and it's making me sign in again. 
Yeah, you're screwed. And I think it's not going to come back, which sucks because like there's so much great stuff on 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 Max on HBO. That- and you wrote it out. You had a free you had a freebie for like a year and change. So now you if you pay for it for like a year, you're basically just coming out even. You got to look at it like that. Nope, I'm not going to pay for none of that. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to pray when I sign back in that it works. So, okay. All right. Well, there you go. There's the three stars. Uh, wait, did, did I skip your first star? That, that was it. That was my first star. But speaking of stars, keep hitting us up with the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps get the podcast out there. Thank you to everybody who got Spotify 100+. plus. Uh, yeah, just keep giving us those five-star reviews. It means a lot to us. It takes two seconds. So if you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, that's where you can find uh, the review. And again, it really does take two seconds, and it helps us out a ton. The, I mean, the next best thing you can do is share the podcast with somebody and make them listen to our dumbasses. Yep, absolutely. And please don't, if you're just listening for the first time, please don't base your stars ranking on this Starbucks episode, okay? Mm-hmm. So usually a little more fired up. Um, now I'm starting to sweat. The sun's out. So, um, yeah, we got to go. We got to roll. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. So I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to take some pictures in a cracking hat from the beach, try and catch some sharks. Apparently there's a lot of sharks on the Florida coast right now. Nice. That sounds safe. I'm glad you're taking your young children there. Dude, if you're worried about sharks <laughs> while swimming in the Gulf, they're there. See, that dog is worried about sharks. You should so. put on, um, as the family movie, as you drive down, just throw on Jaws. And a little portable for them and let them have at it. Little yep. little little pre beach movie time. We'll be in the house the whole time and that'll be hell for me, so no. Okay. So we gotta go to the beach to get the kids out. But anyway, um all right. Well Joey, enjoy your, your time. We'll we'll uh, coordinate the time for next week when we record. Hopefully we get some cracking news, which would be kind of cool. We'll definitely know who the Stanley Cup uh finalists will be, which would be fantastic. So um, you know, I don't think the Dallas Stars hang out. Do you think the Dallas Stars squeeze a game out? If the even if they squeeze a game, this series is over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I hope they just keel over and just get it done with. So I agree. Well, anyway, thanks. Thanks for listening to this this thing that we call the Kraken Pod. Um, you know, we are excited for the next season and we will not do another Starbucks episode again. So <laughs> we shall see. Thank you for, for listening. And we still will leave you with our chirp of the week. Chirp of the week. This is where hockey players talk trash to each other on the ice. And Joey always finds some great stuff. So enjoy the Kraken Pod. Chirp of the week. Time for more coffee. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You wanna try? I didn't think so. What are you gonna do? You! You! Ah!